0: Back in the days, people would kind of point fingers to you, that is the feminist or this is a feminist as a dangerous thing. But nowadays, because of uh, a lot of really fight that we had to do, it is becoming more acceptable and you have more and more people identifying as a feminist, which is, you know, which is really good to see that. This is Instant Coffee, a new podcast brought to you by the LSE Middle East Centre and produced by me,
1: Nadine Almanaspi, And me, Ribal Sleiman Haidar. On this episode, Isabel Kaiser speaks to Husan Mahmoud about the state of feminism in Kurdistan. Isabel is a visiting fellow at the LSE Middle East Centre and a postdoctoral research associate at the Centre for Gender Studies at SOAS, University of London. Husan is a Kurdish feminist, writer, and public lecturer. She is the co founder of Culture Project, a project formed to raise awareness about feminism and gender in Kurdistan and the diaspora. Over to you, Isabel. Hozan, hello. Hi, it's such a pleasure to speak to you today. Um, welcome to this podcast.
0: Hello, Isabel. Thank you so much for this um, opportunity.
1: Hosan, you've been a feminist activist in both Kurdistan and the UK for a long time. In recent years, you've mainly been building Culture Project, a platform for feminism, art and culture. What were the thoughts that went into founding Culture Project? Well,
0: um, thank you so much for this, Isabel. And um, the idea of Culture Project uh, came about about four or five years ago. And uh, initially, we founded Culture Project in 2016 with two other um, friends and colleagues who were novelists, Ismail Hamelau and Miran Abraham. Um, after a long time of feminist activism in Iraq and Kurdistan and working for example with Organization of Women's Freedom in Iraq and supporting various other initiatives both in Iraqi Kurdistan and in Iraq itself as well as in the diaspora um, mainly focused and centered around feminism and feminist activism as well as uh, defending women's rights opposing the war on Iraq and lots of other really issues Um, but then at some point I I realized that um, just uh, focusing on violence against women on its own and just uh, for example um, not um, tackling other issues or um, questioning uh, the variety of stereotypical uh, representations of Kurdish women specifically speaking um in cultural productions as well as in politics and philosophy and art and in a lot of things I realized that we need to include men as well um and then um to question all of the cultural productions, to question the uh, lots of things that is happening under the the so-called, like the pretext of cultural values and norms and so on and so forth. So Culture project really was created from a feminist perspective, questioning values, uh, gendered uh, norms and relations that are outdated, that has to be um, opposed uh, in literature, in poetry, in art itself, as well as um, uh we are very keen um for women empowerment through art and literature and photography and lots of other things and so Culture project is a very a diverse um uh it doesn't have one particular focus but it it looks into many uh, ways in terms of um, empowering women, but also to work with men and um, to have this joint initiative um, to to change mentalities on the ground, basically.
1: What were some of the main issues that you felt needed addressing at that time in Kurdistan? You mentioned um, the the false representation of of Kurdish women, but also the focus of gender-based on gender based violence. But what were some of the, you know, you mentioned the cultural production, what were some of the predominant issues that you wanted to address at that time?
0: Yes, we have uh, uh, produced uh, six volumes of culture magazine. It is print, um, a printed magazine in Kurdistan, but also we have the digital format of it. We have various writers ranging from uh, young aspiring writers as well as very well-established writers, both male and female. And in the culture magazine that we produced for, the, for Kurdistan, the print one, uh, we had an entire section written about the question of women in Kurdish society, uh, the uh, misrepresentation of women in literature, in poetry, in film, Um, in uh, advertisements, in media particularly, so we had various um, writers, uh, you know, questioning and writing about these uh, stereotypical images. We also organized various lectures at the University of um, Soleimaniya uh, in collaboration with the College of Fine Arts. Uh, about gender and cultural production or about film and feminism and showing uh, a particular short film about the issue of abortion, which was a taboo, which is still a very taboo question in Kurdish society. So we have tried to really kind of bring to the fore many taboo issues, but to speak about them in the medium of film, photography, short film uh art literature and so on and so forth and we have many young um, female uh, short story writers that we hope to be able to publish their writings in english in the near future as well at this point that we are speaking we are conducting a series of reviews uh art review of female uh, kurdish artists that their art is really you know interestingly amazing but it, it hasn't really come out to light to the english um uh, speaking readers around the world. So we are trying to do that as well. Uh, And also we conducted various interviews with other um, Kurdish well-established artists uh, throughout the world. So we are trying every now and then to to kind of get an initiative and to bring various aspects of Kurdish
1: uh, culture, literature and intellectualism as well. So, before we speak more about um, art making in the region, I was just wondering if you could give a brief overview of the state of feminist issues in Kurdistan. What are some of the main issues that activists on the ground are tackling or are struggling with?
0: Like any other society, obviously, there are different ways of thinking and approaches to the question of women in Kurdish society as well. I mean, there are uh, organizations who are NGOs, uh, foreign-funded or local, or funded by the KRG Kurdish Regional Government, um, they have a very particular focus on either providing a service to battered women or to refugee women um, from Syria and the rest of Iraq and so on and so forth. Um, their the focus their focus is obviously. Um, aligned with what really the funders' programs are. For example, their major focus lately have been on more women in ministerial positions, more women in parliament or gender balance and so on. These are these could be also important issues, but to me, they are not so relevant to the majority of Kurdish women, to be honest with you, whereas there are many other problems and issues that really need theorization, that really need tackling as well as raising awareness in the wider society, not only getting more elitist women into the positions of parliament and ministerial and so on and so forth, which, you know, throughout experiences in the past many years, uh, we didn't really have many um influential female politicians uh, or in the parliament they only do is to support their own party's agenda which is mainly patriarchal and only reinforces patriarchal gender norms and relations so I'm not really keen on that um, what I what we do try to do in culture project is that to work on the margins there are many um, brave Kurdish women activists feminists writers um artists who are doing amazing work in their local, Um, you know um, uh, regions but they don't come out to the light as much as other people so this is why cultural project is a platform for those independent voices who are autonomous as well from um, you know the government, political parties, as well as from foreign intervention. So this is the kind of voice that we really truly want to represent. I mean, many years ago, back then, when when me and some other colleagues um, or female uh, feminist activists tried to talk about the issue of feminism or the word feminist itself or feminism, was such a difficult issue to talk about. They to this moment, they kept on accusing us of imposing uh, this sort of Western feminism on Kurdish women and it's not compatible with our society and lots of other reasons that they bring for so many other issues. But we really did not uh, give up. We kept on um, raising awareness about feminism and the importance of feminist consciousness through writing through seminars, conferences in Kurdistan, throughout Kurdistan. And uh, Culture Magazine as well had a very good impact um, on that as well, where we had many powerful writers, f- feminist writers, who contributed um, greatly uh, to the knowledge production about uh, Kurdish women's question um, from a feminist perspective. So, yeah, I mean, back in the days, people would kind of point fingers to you, that is the feminist, or this is a feminist, <laughs> as a dangerous thing. But nowadays, because of uh, a lot of really fight that we had to do, it is becoming more acceptable, and you have more and more people identifying as a feminist, which is, you know, which is really good to see that.
1: And so who would you say uh, pushes back most against this at this point? Pushing back against um, your, your initiatives that you, your, your local initiatives?
0: Yeah, because, you know, cultural project is really autonomous. It has no links or relations whatsoever to any government political parties or male <laughs> politicians, or you know uh the kind of funders that exist American UK or EU, EU governments uh, who fund different uh, organizations and projects in Kurdistan um we operate from London so that's why we kept our own independence really from all the political uh you know linkages that are there mm-hmm. um so people i mean organizations who are supported by the government KRG as well as by foreign funders, they don't like such autonomous initiatives and they don't like the particular, um, you know, uh, openness of uh, activists like us speaking about taboo issues or criticizing why um, and how, uh, for so many years, these organizations really failed even to create basic consciousness about feminism, uh, let alone uh, gender-based violence and so on and so forth. So I would say, I, I don't want to generalize, there are really good autonomous independence groups here and there in Kurdistan, but they are also sidelined. and. Um, Pushed to the corner because they don't want to be aligned to with anyone or with any political parties in that uh, for that matter. So that's why we have links with those types of autonomous individuals and groups on the ground. So this is why we manage to also work um, in Kurdistan as well as in Europe.
1: I'm always really interested in the question of what can art do. We know that art can can give a voice to. Those are sometimes marginalized, we know that it can bring to the fore certain issues, Um, but in your work, how do you experience it on a daily basis, what have you seen what art can do and and what are some of the main issues that the young men and women. um, want to speak about via their art. I think this is a very important issue as
0: well. For example, uh, the short film that we showed at the uh, College of Fine Arts at the University of Soleimani about the abortion, it was really, really interesting how a short film in 10 minutes can uh, touch upon such a taboo or such an important issue in society. And it was from a, an empower, an empowering point of view that was conducted. That's why a sculpture project, we found it important to show it as well as to analyze it and speak about it. And the film director was there as well. She, she um, talked about it, which was really interesting. So these are the kind of powerful images that uh, particularly females as well as young men uh, can uh, from this new generation who are more open-minded and who are more exposed uh, to the debates in the outside world and what's happening in terms of uh, feminism and feminist critique of art and literature. I mean, back in the days, I wrote many essays and articles in Kurdish from about feminist critique of literature or art or poetry or even Kurdish folklore songs and so on. I know I have uh, kind of, uh, I, and so many of my female friends as well did the same for the past few years. And we all kind of, Uh, received uh, rejection like how can you question Kurdish culture or literature or uh, this is the product of uh, the writer or the artist's imagination it's not backward, it's not misogynist but we did talk about these things openly and from a very critical point of view but now it has become more kind of accepted I mean we had a young um, male um, uh, art student who did performances about Uh, you know virginity and why it is such a myth and irrelevant and we had a lot of um, other you know young um, female and male um, you know students um, as well as activists who did a lot of actions uh, really against um, gendered uh, norms that are um, you know not relevant anymore so there are a lot of debates i think every organization or every project or or um, group they need to kind of bring about controversial issues and talk about them from a theoretical perspective and um, particularly feminist perspective that day by day it will become more accepted and more Uh, kind of talked about by other people as well. So nowadays, I would say we are just relaxed and watching because there's a lot of other people talking about these issues, which is really nice.
1: Um, And if you look at the region more broadly, so if if we say we look at Iraq as a whole, or we look at other parts of Kurdistan, um, what are some of the main challenges of cultural and artistic production that you observe?
0: Yeah, I mean, last year I went back to Kurdistan for over a month um, uh, on a project I did for Gote Institute that they funded various artists throughout Iraq. And it was a good opportunity for me to find out uh, through interviewing them about their projects, what they've done, done that I could see that there's a very nice. Um, you know um awareness uh, against violence against women against tribalist norms against war against uh, Shia Sunni divide so so they all what they try to show is uh to reject all of that through their art poetry, theater, short film, Um, uh, You know, paintings, I really find it really important throughout Kurdistan and Iraq, that all these uh, artists and writers and um, people try to use their creative skills to show um, you know, in the hope to change the society's perception as well about women, about war, about conflict, about lots of other things. And as you know, this region has always been a region of war and conflict and dictatorship and religious fundamentalism and so on. And particularly Kurdistan is a zone of, you know, genocides, um, you know, after, you know, various genocides and suppression and so on. So people are still wounded, you know, in terms of, Uh, they still have, they still suffer from the bad memories, from, uh, you know, the aftermath of dictatorship, of wars, of of fundamentalism. And I think art is, could play uh, an important role in terms of documentation, in terms of raising awareness, in terms of uh, leaving an impact on different populations, uh, in terms of changing their perception about particular gender relations of the time, really. And I think a lot. there are many interesting and important artists uh, in, in all forms. Um, in Kurdistan as well as in Iraq that really their work should be brought to light um, more
1: you know, than now. And now there are interesting feminist conversations taking place, um, obviously transnationally but also regionally across the different um, four parts of Kurdistan. If we look at the Rojava revolution, if we look at eastern Turkey, we see what's happening in Iran as well. How? do you tap into that conversation how do you make sure that culture project but also you as an activist are involved in a transnational or in a trans regional conversation um we do
0: that through writing as well as seminars that we host both in london as well as in kurdistan or other european countries and also by participation in different other conferences um and for the last 20 to 23 years of my, you know, constant activism, um, I become aware of different patterns um, of um, activism and even feminism that really is um, kind of, uh, some of it are, I would say, um, at this moment of time, unfortunately, um, a neoliberalist, they have a neoliberalist approach whereby everything is a project and fund and uh, program of the funder. Whereas you have other autonomous or grassroots um, activism and forms of uh, organizations that are more autonomous and they reject capitalism, like you see that more in Rojava and, um, you know, the Kurdish part of Turkey. Um, you see that they reject this type of um, neoliberalization of the women's movement as well as uh, they reject any form of capitalism and they have their own uh, vision for women's rights, equality, and uh, basically um, how to tackle a gender um, relations in Kurdish society, which I find them really interesting and important. Whereas in my part in Iraqi Kurdistan, it's much more problematic and really much more kind of divided as well as uh, f- there is various agendas there because of the oil, you know, this is a society or, uh, or a region that unfortunately in its ground there is tons of oil and that caused a lot of problems both for the population and for the women's question as well you have multinational uh, corporations you have multinational organizations that they have because they have so much money and power they can dictate on what is to be done and what is to be said so this new this form of neoliberal so-called feminism is, you can see it clearly now in Iraqi Kurdistan, which we try to speak out against that really, um, but it's not easy because they have institutional power, they have uh, powerful states behind them internationally as well as locally, uh, and um, so that makes it more difficult for independent activists like us to really um, uh, kind of uh, bring these
1: differences into light. Hosan, one of the initiatives that Culture Project is doing is to encourage women's writing, women writing about their own lives. And you are just about to publish a collection of women's essays that sort of spans the four parts of Kurdistan, but also the Kurdish diaspora. What made you write that? What made you collect these stories?
0: Um, I thought um, Kurdish women's voices uh, were absent for so long, really, because uh, of decades of oppression, colonization and uh, as well as deprivation from studying, from entering uh, academia, from traveling abroad, from gaining knowledge. I mean, Kurdish women were really deprived from that. And there are, of course, various research and um, writings done about Kurdish women, which are important and um, should be celebrated. But at the same time, I could really see that and feel that Kurdish women's voices, their direct voices is absent from research and also from telling their particular stories. That's why as an initiative we started in 2018, Uh, To collect stories and we told women just to feel completely free to write about any particular aspect of their lives. Some wrote about imprisonment, some wrote about losing their loved ones, some wrote about their days where they were Peshmerga fighters, others about exile, about love, about gender based violence, about uh, lots of other issues art literature uh, poetry i mean we it's a it's a collection of various Kurdish women with various um experiences and, and um in life, uh, but also it's of five generation, which is really, really interesting. So when you read that book, you come across five generations, diff, you know, telling their different stories, but also all, you know, you can always see there is, um, you know, the, the stories of war and conflict and devastation, but also of hope and powerfulness and resilience of Kurdish women, which is really nice. And I thought, Uh, It is important to have these voices, and these are especially women who are not amplified. That, like other women, for example, when you look at Kurdish women's uh, history, uh, the establishment uh, is what the establishment is doing is to kind of make uh, women visible that are linked or related to related to the establishment. But what Culture Project is trying to do is to get. Uh, other women's voices that are equally or even more important than those amplified women by the, um, you know, by the regimes. So I thought it is important to have um, different voices from different political or social backgrounds um, and to give the reader um, um, a moment, a chance uh, to really see that Kurdish women's lives and stories are as different or as unique as any other woman in the world.
1: Hosan, thank you so much for speaking to me and sharing with us your uh, amazing experience and, and also talking about not only the challenges, but also so many moments of hope. Thank you so much, Isabel, for this opportunity. I really appreciate it.
0: Thank you, Isabel and Hosan, for taking the time to speak to us today. And thank you for listening to Instant Coffee, your quick fix of everything Middle East. Join us every Friday for a new episode of Instant Coffee, where we interview artists, activists, writers, journalists, and more from the region.
1: To learn more about Hosan's work and The Culture Project, follow the links in the podcast description. Don't forget to find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Until next time,